We've been married for 10 years, but to be honest, our first couple of years were kind of rough. I mean, we barely made it through the honeymoon. These days, everyone wants to reach relationship goals, but very few people really know what it takes. We've passed the 10-year milestone in our marriage, but we're still learning. So whether you're thinking about getting married, engaged to be married, or happily or unhappily married, we want to invite you into our conversation to hear what we've learned in our journey and how we keep love in the middle. Thank God for what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're terrible. You know, I was going to hit record right there. No, I didn't. All right. Well, welcome to episode nine. I'm Laban Reeves. I'm Charity Reeves. And we're 11 years married, going on 12. Wait, I thought it was 12 going on 13. Wow, bro. Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) It's usually the dude that has no clue what's going on in the relationship. I have no clue what's going on. Do you remember our wedding date? That's not fair. Yes, I do. You just told me, though. You just have to remind me. I did just have to remind you. But that's why I say it's not fair. You just I brought can, that up. Why I can see who's that? not invested in this. April 25th. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know what year? Yeah, it was it was uh, 2009. I was testing you. You don't have to test me. I study. <laughs> <laughs> I it's study. only because my memory is not that great. Not because it wasn't important. Okay. <laughs> You're making up for it. You. Well, it's today we got important. a good one. We got a good one today. I just want to say, though, you're so wonderful to be married to. It feels like 13. Ooh. See it? Oh, man. Ah, okay. see that right you're there? earning some points yes. there. <laughs> Redemption. Redemption. <laughs> Buying her way back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, appreciate that. And okay. So this is episode nine. And on episode nine today, we have a really, really good conversation. And I think this is going to be one of those ones. Where uh, everybody really kind of locks in, um, and uh, our topic, our topic is sex before marriage. Yes. Or subtopics are not subtopics, but I think alternate titles. Alternate titles we had. Um, booty blinded. <laughs> booty blinded, right? And and, and 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 I'll say it in a different booty way because I know for blinded. some people. For, <laughs> For some people, that might come across crass. We don't want to turn people off, right? You were blinded by but, but the tush. How's the, that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't, know this, I don't know where this is going right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to get moved. But how, how, how sex can cloud the judgment. It does. In the relationship. It does. People don't want to admit it because they want to give it up. They don't, don't want to admit it. Say that again. I said people don't want to admit it because they don't want to give it up. It's just I like, think one of the biggest obstacles, because I think what, when we look out on the landscape of the reason why we even doing this podcast, mm. one of the big reasons, I won't say the reason, one of the big reasons why we had these conversations and talk is because we really feel like passionate about seeing uh, people get married, seeing the man and the woman come together, uh, unite, get married, to see young people, young couples come together, get married and have successful, healthy marriages. Uh, We hate seeing people get divorced. It's painful to go through when your friends uh, are going through it. Yeah, we want to see the reconciliation between man and woman, the union of marriage. It's just wonderful when it works. It, it's it is heartbreaking. It's, it's, when it ama- it's like heaven when it works. It's literally, <laughs> yes. you know, in, in a biblical way. It's 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 essentially a picture of, of 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 heaven. You know, Absolutely. a picture of some heavenly things. And um, 
you know, Jesus calls the church his bride. His boo. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just simplify everything. That's what it is. If, if we if he was now, he was saying like, you know what? I'm my boo. That's my boo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we 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 are we are super passionate about it, and we know that being married for 11 years is not an easy feat. Uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of uh, adjusting. It takes a lot of growth. It takes a lot of reflection. It takes a lot of mm. uh, forgiveness. I just dropped a, I just dropped a handful of jewels. I'm watching right you like, is there something going on? Is there something we need to talk about? You're like, oh, no, it takes no, a no. lot. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> listen, I'm just laying it out there. But it can be done. Absolutely, and okay. I think because because it's it's near, you know, and it, and it has a, it has biblical implications. I think the difficulty is is you know, it's there's clearly going to be a difficulty, but I also think uh, that um, it is that rewarding. It is that rewarding. I like how, I like that you're saying that because. I think there was a time where I thought it was impossible. We thought what was impossible? Like that we were going to have a healthy marriage. That mm. it was going to be, um, that it was going to be rewarding. It, it, I, there was a there was a time where I felt like, all right, you're in it now. I guess you're just stuck like this. You made a decision. You made your bed. You're gonna sleep in it. Like this is it. That's it. Not believing that it could there. It could be better. It could be more. I think at the time that we were going through that, not understanding that it was a season, it was a phase, it was actually normal that it was going to take some time for us to kind of mesh and get unseen. Like, like unity is not something that just comes easy. It takes work. Yeah. You know, and you don't I just think, show up and it happens. Yeah, it just doesn't. And I think a lot of that was just my misconception and understanding like, oh, so because now I'm married and I found the one, then it should work. And because it wasn't, I was like, maybe I made a mistake. Well, you know what's so funny? <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people don't get married. I think because they, they get in these relationships and then they have these, they date for like years and years and years. And, <laughs> and I'm not judging. Listen, I get it. You know, you want to make sure before you make that commitment. And it can take you 10 years to just be sure. And listen. and, and I, We make faster decisions <laughs> on jobs. <laughs> we'll move across the country but we'll quicker. <laughs> relocate but, but no it's a it's a huge it is, we're not trying to we're not trying to lighten the weight of the decision to get married it's a huge decision it's it a, is absolutely you do want it to be you a lifelong enter commitment into it lightly. yeah and I, I and i think people want it to be a lifelong commitment which is why i think people do hesitate to yeah. take that step of course especially and, when you haven't seen anything healthy too you haven't seen it really work out for anybody else so it's like yeah. you really think you're gonna be the one you're yeah. the one that's gonna have a, a, <laughs> this awesome relationship so that's also like for me it was a factor like uh. yeah well and in addition to that i think it's also um uh one of the things is that you know people are you know they get in these these relationships and they think that oh well because we have conflict and sometimes conflict on a regular basis, that means this can never work out. Mm. And then there's others who get married and then they start having conflict on a regular basis. Mm. And they'd be like, oh, I must have married the wrong person. <laughs> not knowing that. Eh, it's normal. It's normal. It is so <laughs> normal. It's not even funny. I think it's more 
about what kind of conflict you're having and the degree. And I think, so I think That's it's, true. so the, here's a few jewels before we even get into like sex and marriage. Cause I think that this kind of maybe goes along and it's parallel to sex and marriage. Sex and dating. Sex and dating. Sex before dating. Oh, no, I keep sex. saying sex and marriage. Like, sex no. before marriage. Sex yes. before marriage. Um, is the fact that we sometimes we prolong the dating period too long, too long, <laughs> and then you you start to see so much stuff that you can't really reconcile it in your mind. Like, how can this possibly work out in a marriage? Not understanding that. The essence of a marriage is not that everything works without effort, mm. but that, you know, essentially what, what happens when a man and a woman come together is 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 the they, they both complement each other. They both complete each other. And where the man lacks, the woman is strong. And where the woman is lacks, the man is strong. And well, I, people like to hear that. People don't like to hear that. They want to be like, no, 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 no. You should be totally 100% complete before you get married. And you should have everything together before you get married. And listen, I get the point of saying, like, of course, we all should be complete within ourselves. Meaning that um, you shouldn't necessarily need somebody to to live a full and happy. I I understand that that idea of being whole. You don't right? want to, yeah, you don't want to go into a marriage dependent yeah it's not it's i, I, don't, not, I wouldn't yeah. even call it being whole because i think that i we have this concept of being whole and or i think depending on content, what you mean by it i mean being yeah. content in who you are as an individual yeah because you spend your whole lifetime yeah being becoming whole exactly like there's there's parts of me that are just broken and there's parts of you that are broken there's parts of us all that are broken yeah. And over time, you know, those broken pieces get get healed, mm -hmm. especially, you know, through our, you know, faith in Christ. Like those things, you know, over time get healed. But if you're if you're trying to fix yourself before you get married, you're <laughs> yeah. never getting married. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So I get what you're saying. Like the process of growth happens until we die we're yeah. constantly growing we're constantly evolving so this idea like i have to be completely evolved or put together before i get married is a misconception but i think the point of what you're saying is um although i'm fine i i'm fine by myself i found that um when you and i got married i'm like oh man this is a lot better because Wait, what's a lot better well there's areas there's some things that you just do so well that I don't do very well. And that's hard to admit. I think anybody wanna admit like, no, 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 I'm awesome all by myself. But like I am, but there there's lots of things that's just great about you. And I and know vice like versa. Yeah. And so I know like if I'm struggling with something, you're a great thinker. You're really like I can say this. Not that I don't think, but you're a great thinker. You 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 put deep thought into things and you like to just you weigh the pros and the cons very, very, very deeply. And so when I come to you with an idea about something you just kind of go through it and just think about it and all this thing. And for me, I'm like, I'm all, I'm, I'm usually very unsure when I'm going to, I just like, sometimes I just feel so unsure a lot. And I admire the fact that you often come up, like you often seem sure. I know you're not always sure, but like I can count on that. Like, okay, I can come to you and you will, you can help me process through things. And I appreciate that. I love that. It's made me I, like a lot of my advancement in my careers 
have come from you like has come from just your knowledge of things about up in certain areas or things like that that I lacked and I I've, I've moved up in positions in the things that I'm trying to do because of your counsel yeah but that's it, a beautiful thing well on the, on the flip side of it just knowing that I have somebody that supports me and cheers me on and uh, there's oftentimes the times where I feel in in inadequate in certain places where I'm mm. going and God is moving me uh, there's times where I feel insecure and you know it's you who nurtures kind of my that 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 side of me the little boy is like no it's okay you can you can do it <laughs> and not in a, like a mommy type of way or anything like that but just knowing that you're supportive and I'm a cheerleader I'm like oh, cheering me on and, and not, and not pom-poms just that. and everything and, and there's there's so so many blind spots that I have that you see like things that you see that um if if you weren't part of my life mm-hmm. i just kind of run into certain walls or i just kind of be oblivious to certain things and uh having a wife has given me you know great insight that mm. that doesn't come from me and and so i think what you're touching on is the fact that marriage when when worked on and committed you know through, through commitment and you know it brings out we, when we find the strengths in each other, mm. it makes the marriage better. It makes and it makes our overall quality of life better. But I think we also just said something too. It's like our weaknesses are also each other's strengths because it's my my hesitation and caution sometimes and just sometimes like oh, I'm not really sure. It's like when you're heading. Sometimes I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like I can take that on sure. There's something, things, some, something I feel of just being a little bit more cautious, and you're more like a go. You like you go, and that's what I struggle. I'm afraid to go sometimes, and so sometimes you you just go without the caution and and like. But that's something that that's something that I need sometimes. It's really interesting, but we've learned to. We've learned to, whereas before it when it wasn't worked out right, it was contention. It was it was cost it for took a us lot of years to, <laughs> to, to get here. But here's what here's what I wanna what I wanna wanna you know offer to people is that when marriage is if, if, when two people enter into marriage and commit to that marriage and commit to listen, we're not going we're not I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So either we're gonna be together and be happy and grow together, or we're gonna be together and we're gonna be miserable. But we're gonna be together. <laughs> So you, you want to be together and be miserable. I don't. And so we, we we continue to work, but um, it, it, it has really benefited us both. And, you know, there's, I mean, there's been just uh, some amazing things that have come out of it. But here's, I think marriage, when, 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 when entered into that way and committed to in that way, I think it really brings out um, the best in you. I agree. I, you know- it, 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 because it, 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 it fast tracks it fast tracks the change and transformation that you want I, you know, that's I, true I'm gonna say it like that I agree I, th- I, you know, I have to agree with that it, yeah I, I, I just think it just that. totally fast tracks the, the change and the transformation you want and so if I you wanna, let it though if, if well that's my point sometimes that's why you can be a little prideful like I don't need you I don't yep. need you for nothing <laughs> that's why I prefaced it by saying you know if it's committed to if there's a okay we're here let's do everything that we can to make it work getting help on the outside for the mm. areas where we can't figure out on our own and not being afraid to be vulnerable and uh, to receive counseling from other people mm. to share the, the things that aren't happening right. You know, yep. it's that's so important, but I don't, we, we digress. <laughs> 
grossly. We just grossly digress, right? Yeah. Because we're really promoting marriage. And this is why we're doing this. But so many people, Charity, never get to the wedding day. Yeah, I, I think it's something that what I was supposed to say is something that you said that I feel like is a good segue for this conversation. Um, you said um, sometimes we stay in a situation too long. We stayed in the dating part of it too long. When I say when I when I'm thinking that not necessarily just with one person, just kind of like when you're trying to figure it out. And sometimes you meet a person and you stay with that person just for the fact that um, they fill the lonely void. When you know, you know that you know that you know, it ain't right. It ain't right. That's not the person that you're that you're that you're supposed to be chilling with. And I, I, I'll go a step further. I don't think it's just fulfilling the lonely vibe. I think sex, when sex becomes part of the equation, you're more likely to stay with a person to fill the lonely vibe, and you won't even know it. And that's why we mm-hmm. we call it, you know, being blinded. And you know, that's why we, <laughs> that's where we came up with the other title, uh, the alternate title, the, the the booty blinded title, which we're not going to put on the title of the podcast. <laughs> but essentially, that's the heart of what we want to talk about. Yeah. Is because you know people people start having sex with one another, and sex will cloud your judgment about your relationship. All right. So can we give the fun fact? What's the fun fact? The fun fact is. Laban was engaged before. <laughs> I'm like, what is, what's this fun fact going to be? Fun fact. You just told me the story the other day. And I was like. I probably told you the story many times over the course of the years. Not really. You know maybe, what it is? But, but maybe you I said you... the story, but you don't, you never give detail of your feelings. Or like you talk about it as if it's just something that happened on Tuesday. Listen, I, I learned how to communicate better over time. <laughs> Marriage has made me a better I want the juicy I, details. Like, able, okay, so how did that happen? What's going on? I'm and, able to communicate my emotions <laughs> more clearly because of Barrett. So I'm telling right. you, listen, there you go, there's, benefits, yes. there's benefits to sticking in there, right? And if it's not working for you, right, unless there's some kind of craziness going on, some, some, some deep red drama, flags. some red flags, <laughs> if that's not happening, then stick in there and, and realize that maybe it's you that needs to, to change. And I think that's, a, that's a, you know, when people get into relationships, marriages, uh, dating, whatever is happening and they get stuck, they feel like, okay, mm-hmm. well, it's the wrong person. And it could be, but maybe it could be you. And what we've learned to do is not spend more time pointing the finger mm-hmm. at the other person, but spending more time pointing the finger in the mirror and saying, what can I do differently? And I think that's been helpful. But um, yes, I was engaged before. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, waiting for you to, I was waiting for you to come back to it. Like, yes, but yeah, you were engaged I, before. I didn't forget. I have a question, yeah, though. Yeah, go ahead. Sit. Okay, because we were talking about, like, just kind of running into the relationships, right? Right. So how soon after you met this person did you know that this was not the person you're supposed to be with? Right out the gate, like being totally honest. Being okay, totally honest. Um, I was, I was. Marriage never crossed my mind. Okay, but now I'm saying that I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about like boy meets girl. You know, the when the relationship when it started the I, first I, date. I, I, like I, I knew within the first few conversations <laughs> wait a minute i'm so sorry <laughs> it's the 
first time I asked you that question, but you knew within the first few conversations, like, this ain't it. But how did you go from first conversations, this ain't it, to I'm about to marry this chick? Like, what? And I think this is what happens with people, right? Yeah. Because this is a good, these are good questions. I, I really appreciate it. Sometimes I, I'm not we just lie. know that we know that we know. My, my body temperature is rising. <laughs> I know. I see you looking a little nervous. <laughs> but but I, I really appreciate these questions because I think, I think, I think this, kind of, this is a helpful, I hope, I hope this, I imagine this is a helpful conversation. Um, yeah. So it was within the Because first, it's in contrast to us. Because our first date. Oh, I was like, this is the one. We knew that we knew. I never felt anything so strong before in my life. So much so I was shocked. Like, how is this even possible? Because I, I think I was resolved that dudes are idiots and you just have to pick the le- the one that's the least idiot. That was, that I was approaching that fact. Like, oh, okay. You just have to pick the least worst one. That's the not best, the, the, best, of the, the best of the worst. And then I meet you and I'm like, oh snap, there's another level to this thing. So so that's why I'm asking you. Like you actually engaged to be married. So, okay, so, <laughs> so a, how did long you go story from there? Let me let me just okay. So early on quick, it was it was, it was clear that this wasn't anything. The first few conversations. But what happened for me, I was young at the time. Uh I wasn't even twenty one at the time. And um I had really had this idea in my head that oh okay me being with this person would make them better i had a god complex oh you want to fix her you wanted to and it it was literally that and it took a while but eventually sex got involved of course eventually and once sex got involved then it starts it started to cloud my judgment because things that were clear that okay yeah it was clear that i never wanted to have sex because that's not what my intention was being in that relationship was and i the, the my intention was wrong my my being with somebody with the hope of fixing them mm. that's a that's that's no reason to ever be with somebody if you feel like you being with somebody is going to fix them then you need to wait until you're your, your perspective changes. I've never actually heard of that ever before until I met you. I didn't know that was a thing. And I would say, go back to episode eight. We talk about, you know, the as is, you know, when you purchase something off the store shelves as is, it's just kind of like, you know, marriage, you should enter into marriage as is. Meaning if this person never changes, I still love them. I'm still going to love them. I'll be content. Mm. That's how we should enter into marriage. So go back and listen to episode eight. We talk about that uh, midway through the episode. I love um, that though. You should, we should like, that's like a t-shirt or something as is. As is. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so that wasn't where I was at. Mm-hmm. I wanted to fix her. I wanted to change her because I saw the potential of what she could be. And so I'm like, oh, if I just step in, you know, and then next thing, you know, long, th- you know, long story short, uh, she really wanted to have sex. And then what started happening was she started feeling that I wasn't attracted to her because I w- wouldn't have sex with her. Oh. So next thing you know, I, you got, if, I, if you I, love me, then you have sex with me. That's what dudes say. Well, well why, aren't you, <laughs> why aren't you having sex with me? You don't, you don't find me attractive. So, wow. then, I, so okay. then it became, well, let me prove to her that I do feel like she's attractive. So that's how I entered it. That's how, that's how we entered into it. A sexual relationship and when we entered into a sexual relationship then the 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 my guards 
began to to fall down. And so I no longer looked at it from the standpoint of, yeah, this would never go there to it becomes an emotional attachment. It becomes a, and I'm going to say it like this, and some people are going to be like, it becomes a spiritual attachment. Mm. Especially for those who are now, Christ followers. Question. Like if you're would Christian. Would you say spiritual or would you say soul? I would both. Mm-hmm. I would say both. It's a, it's a, it's, this is why, this is why it's so dangerous. Mm. And I don't want to scare people off because there are people that are listening that have had sex before marriage that are having sex probably right now or probably going to have sex right after they listen you to the podcast. You said right now, like <laughs> during our podcast? Yeah, not during the podcast, <laughs> but in this season of their life, you That's know. That's awkward. It, that would be so weird. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> You're getting so good at this. <laughs> but um, so I, we, we're not we're not saying this to be judgmental. If that's where you are, then, then that's fine. Your starting point is your starting point. What we want to do is open your eyes. And maybe your starting point could also be your stopping point. And I highly encourage it. Because it literally blinds you, and and it's think so. Think of it as fasting. Just <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy. Take right a now. moment. Just pause for a second. Get your mind together for a second. Like, Fast hold until up. you get married. Wait a. But it's like I think that it's the unclouding, right? When you stop, it's like you start to like, oh my gosh. You will see now? life more clearly. You will see your relationship more clearly. But let me let me go yeah. back to the attachment. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a. A, a, an attachment that's deeper than what we can fully comprehend. Absolutely. And here's what I mean by that. Okay. Uh, you know, m- body, soul, spirit. The human, each human is, you know, there's three parts of a human. Yeah. There's the physical part, the body. There's a spiritual part, the life that's inside of you, your, your breath. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's a soul. Mm-hmm. And the soul encompasses your emotions, your emotions, your will, personality, your mind. All so, those things so get affected by intellect. Person. And tell me what part of you isn't compromised when you start to have sex. That's true. You immediately compromise the physical. That's very true. Right? That's that's obvious. Then your mind goes to another level <laughs> in how you perceive this person, how you perceive the relationship. And that there's some some people out there probably think you're superhuman. Like that doesn't happen to me. And so, but I think even I think even on the basic level of of how you're socialized by another person, you start to do things a little. Especially you're like, oh, okay, I like these things. You start to maybe talk differently or think differently or look differently or whatever. Just kind of not not necessarily like, oh, my gosh, you're just compromising completely for a person. But um, when we talk to people, when we engage in people, we, we initially take on an essence of them. Like each person that we meet, we they leave something with us. We leave something with them. There's an exchange that happens intellectually, um, emotionally, in whatever ways. And I think I think you can even think of it this way. Um, with the more people you date, you take that baggage into your next relationship. And so... Let's say your ex was so evil, but he always wore red. And then your the new guy starts to wear red. Oh my gosh, please don't wear red. Oh, you don't even know why you're triggered. 
It's just like, you know, and I think like the more you enter into those relationships, I think sometimes you think like, oh, you're just kind of having fun or, you know, we're just we're just chilling or whatever else it is. But I think if we start to look at it to say like, oh, wow, you know, I'm actually joining with this person, body, mind and soul. I mean, you might want to put on a mask to avoid getting the coronavirus. I mean, like, just. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 so I, I want, let me just introduce a little bit of scripture. You know, scripture says, and many of us have heard this phrase, right? Mm-hmm. The body's a temple. Absolutely. And we use it for like exercise and we mm-hmm. use it for health and everything. Yep. But the context in which it was written in, 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 uh, in Corinthians, in the, the book of Corinthians, uh, was in the context of sex. Mm. And it was essentially saying like, you know, to, to not engage in sex outside of marriage because of what because the body is the temple of the holy spirit meaning that the spirit for those who are christ followers those who are christians uh, uh, your body you know the when when you become a christian um your spirit god's spirit joins with your spirit essentially Mm. and um and so his spirit is inside of your body and so when you join with another person who's not your wife the bible equates it to joining with the prostitute wow it's like deep and and it says you you know your the, the body is a temple of the holy spirit like and so like like if if god is inside you why do you want to defile mm. or why do you want to to breach that which is sacred sacred mm. I think I, I think it'll be awesome if people began to really look at how valuable, you know, like our bodies really are and how sensitive. I think sometimes I think even in the world, it's, we trivialize everything. Sometimes it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. You just. Gonna, but I think if we're really honest with ourselves, it is a big deal. And I, I can't think of I mean, like, do you feel like even now we're married for 11 years? Yes. Do you feel as if you are completely removed from that person? Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And how, so, how did that process well, happen? Uh, oh, okay, wow. So I didn't know you were going to ask me that. <laughs> well, so I, I was gonna, I was gonna before we. What do you think I was asking? I don't know where you're going, but no. What I'm saying is, like, do you feel not? I'm not talking about a relationship with the person. I'm yeah. just talking about like. Do you feel in any way that you've brought on baggage from oh, that t- person into our marriage? That's yes. what I mean. So absolutely. I do absolutely feel like baggage was brought into our marriage from every previous intimate sexual engagement that ever occurred in my life. That sounds weird saying that. I know. <laughs> but it's the like, truth. Yeah, it but, is the truth. But yeah. it, all of it, all of it, because it is what it my is. body joined with their body, there was a spiritual connection there. Mm. And... You know, and think about it, like, you know, like, like sex, the intention of sex or, or part of the intention of sex is to, is to, is to procreate, is to create life. Mm-hmm. Spirit, a new spirit. Gotcha. Comes, I mean, it's deep. Oh, wow. That's deep. It's, it's really, I'm mean. trying, I'm trying to kind of like keep it on the surface so that, you know, we don't get into a whole theological discussion, but um, but there's a, there's a deep seriousness a, to there, what we're saying. I, and that's what it's I want to Because I don't want people to just be like, oh, we're saying not to have sex before marriage just because. It's not necessarily like, it, I want to present to people like, it's a rule. That's what it says. So you shouldn't do it. No, it's I'm, I think it's, it's important people to understand the seriousness it's of the it. It's the implications of what you're truly doing, what's truly happening that you can't even see. That you can't even, that you are not even aware of that's happening. And then it, 
And then to answer your question, mm-hmm. it plays it. You finally get married and all those relationships start playing themselves out in your marriage. Absolutely. Because what happens? So you were with, okay, so I'll give you just in that particular yeah. scenario yep. where I lost my, I didn't lose my virginity, but when I, where I was engaged, mm-hmm. um, I, there were things that happened in that relationship. And so now that broken relationship where there was a deep sexual connection, spiritual, soul, bodies, mm-hmm. all of that involved. And now I, I, now I find the one for me. Mm-hmm. We come into this relationship and I'm on guard. Mm. I'm on guard and I'm looking out for all the things I saw in the other ones. That is so true. I'm, I'm totally guarded. The person so, barely so, has a chance. So, so I think this is, this is even deeper than what we were intending to even talk about. Yeah, sex is going to blind. Sex before marriage is going to blind you in that relationship, yep. but it's also going to blind you in so in your every relationship from there. And every time, and so think about it like this: you have sex with one woman for the men, or and vice versa for the women. But you have sex with one woman that doesn't work out. You move on. Have sex with the next woman uh, that didn't work out. You move on. I don't. Even, I'm not even trying to like have this thing work out. I'm just going to have sex with this woman. And then, you know, and it starts to become a pattern and you pick up, you're having these, these, these body, soul, spirit connections over and 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 however many times you, how many different people you had sex with. And then you, then you finally say, okay, no, I found the one. And you're hoping that your marriage works. (laughs) I'm telling you. We we are so clueless. You're almost doomed from the start. <laughs> we are so clueless to the um, baggage, and that doesn't even include the uh, family baggage that you're already going to bring into it. You already you got <laughs> baggage from your parents. <laughs> you got baggage from the day you were born. Just you know, because every every marriage is the union of man and woman, right? Mm-hmm. And all of their past experiences. <laughs> so You're uniting. When I united with Charity, I united with her and everything else that she's already experienced, much of which I'm oblivious to. I have no clue the things that happened in her life, that, but they have all shaped her. And I'm not saying this to scare people from marriage. I'm saying this to scare people from having sex before marriage. And to understand Because you're that- adding... To the bags. And I think when... Not the money bags. And to and to include that, that also when you do get married and you find there's a lot of contention, just be patient with the process because it's normal. Like you, you're, you're literally taking all of you and all of your experiences and all your years and everything, all good, bad, and I'm bringing all of mine and we're mushing them together. And we're going to say, now we're going to get along. <laughs> and so, so I love that you say that because really what should be happening, there should be, a, you're right. There should be a lot of patience um, and allow for your marriage to be a time of healing. Yeah. Where I, as I see things in my wife, my, my, my natural inclination is to point out the flaws and exploit it. Mm. Hold it against her. What, the, what I should be doing in a marriage, what a, what the what the the marriage is is intended for, is that I cover her mm. in those places and and protect her in those places and allow for 
my love for her, how I treat her, uh, how we interact for, with, with one another to, to, to be a place of healing. Not that I'm doing the healing, but I should be able to love you in those places, in those broken places, not exploit mm. you. And, and so, 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 so to, to connect this back to sex before marriage, because we're not committed to that person and those people that we had sex with beforehand, mm -hmm. what we've learned to do in the premarital stages, in those dating relationships, in those flings, in those one night stands, in those uh, all, all of the above, what mm -hmm. we've learned to do is to exploit the other person. Mm. We see the flaws and it's like, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? Because we're not, there's no commitment there. And so we we just, it, it, we can say whatever, we can do whatever. And our, 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 we, we're, because we're not committed, I have no, I have no vested interest in you being better. Mm. Or you being healed or you being healthy. And I might want it because I want this relationship. But only lasts for as long as I want the relationship. True. Marriage changes that. Marriage is like, oh, well, we, we, we're going to be forget, together forever. We got to figure this thing out. And at a certain point in time, I, I, I learned, I started to learn like, oh, my gosh, like I am treating her the way I've treated the ones before her. And it was literally destroying the thing that I'm joined with. That's deep. It is deep. It's like we became one, and I'm so when we become one, I, I should see you as myself, as as a part of me, and anything that I do to hurt you, I'm doing. Essentially, I'm hurting myself. The stakes aren't there in a in a dating relationship. There's no, you know, and so, so we learn, we learn. Relationship communication. We learn all these habits in these dating relationships so we so we pretend to we pretend to play married right because essentially <laughs> sex before marriage is that sex before marriage we're essentially pretending pretending to be married we're acting like married people without a marriage covenant without a marriage a commitment to that other commitment person. and and so what 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 happens in that sexual relationship is that we adopt habits ways of being ways of thinking um behaviors mindsets all of the above there's probably a million other things i could add to that and it becomes a part of who we are and we move forward with it and then we want to get married and, and have a successful marriage and it can still be successful but understand there's a lot of undoing that has to happen and so I don't know if this is helping anybody. <laughs> I hope <laughs> it is. Funny. I hope it's helping you to, to rethink. Do I want to continue having sex before marriage? Or if you haven't had sex before marriage, do I really want to take that step to do that? Well, I think it's... Um, nobody Nobody broke this down to us. Before, you know what I'm saying? Did anybody have this conversation with you? As far as what? Not having sex before marriage? They, they would say, don't do it. The Bible says don't do it. That, that's, all. <laughs> that's as far I as it went. I barely got that. Okay, you didn't even get that. I didn't even get what were that. you told? I was told your 20s is for whoring. <laughs> <laughs> My sister told me that. I didn't believe her though. I'm like, it can't be. <laughs> I was so naive. Well, was she right? I'm like, it can't be. Was no, she right? She was wrong. <laughs> 
He's still single to this day. <laughs> Listen, and we don't we don't say these things to to. Sorry, to, if you're listening, my bad. <laughs> we don't say these things to, to bash people or to but judge people, but I think we're also afraid to present the raw reality of what's happening, and, and so so many people continue to be blinded because sex feels good. Well, I, I, I just I, I want to add to what I just uh, what I said as far as like what I was told. I think um, what she had learned, she was only a couple years older than me, but I think she was older than all of us. So she kind of started going out into that dating space first. And I think she was encountering a lot of idiots. Right. And this pressure to to have sex and be and be intimate in the in this way. And then she was, you know, this teenager and she was in around the circles and all this kind of stuff. And so I think she had just began to learn that what she what, what she learned for herself was that if she had wanted to be in a relationship with a guy that would um, give her the love and attention she was looking for, there needed to be a sexual exchange. And so so for her, it's like, OK, well. Yeah, a guy could be with you or whatever, but in order for him to make him stay with you, you're going to have to have sex with him. And so that's what she was being taught by the guys that she was dating, but here's right? A- it's all right. So I think, so those, those, and then we had, like, it's not like our mom was, you know, having a conversation about what to do because she wasn't that successful herself. Now she was married, she was married at the time to our stepfather, but that was not a relationship that we were trying to look at. Like, yeah, that's the way to do it. We we're like, we're trying to get out your house. Like, this is crazy, you know? And so, um, so her being older and leading this path, she was like, well, this is how you, you have to do it. Like, this is what it is. And me at the time, I'm young. I'm like, no, but I want to be married. Like, I, I was telling her, like, I want to, I want to save myself for marriage. And, you know, she's, she's just, like three years older than me she's like no it's no such thing no man is gonna want to be with you unless you're having sex with him she didn't know but she's my older sister so my mom is not telling us anything so i'm like well she knows this is what you have to what you have to do so um and at that time our our father was really absent so i think the yearning for looking for love and that that emotional relationship was very strong in all of us it was all four girls all of us had that same oh we want to have a boyfriend and you know get that love and attention and was taught by her that there needed to be an exchange so i get my first first boyfriend and it's like okay we're in a relationship okay well you know like this is going great he loves me i love him we're doing all this awesome stuff together we're being boyfriend and girlfriend it's successful in the terms of boyfriend and girlfriend my friends are looking at me like oh you guys are together so in my mind i'm like well he's such a wonderful boyfriend i want to give him a gift so i should have sex with him (laughs) and that was like my mentality well you know if he's gonna stay you know and i'm thinking in my mind i want long term i want to be married but there was no conversation how to do that so in my mind i'm like well the way to get that path forward and now we're in this great relationship now we have to have sex because that's what he needs it was all like twisted up in my mind and not really it is it is essentially but it was it was outside the context of of this covenant so that was that's my baggage you know so 
that was like my foundation there. Yeah, it's so funny. There's so many different things that just crossed my mind as you were sharing that. <laughs> I'm like, man, I just have so much to say right now. I wish I would have written it all down. But the first question I want to just kind of reflect back because I think you said something just that was just so telling, you know, and I'll just start there. It's like, okay, she was she was meeting all these guys and these guys were jerks, right? But then it's like, if you want to keep a guy, then you got to have sex with him. So in other words, I'm meeting a bunch of jerks, but if you want to keep a jerk, you got to have sex with a jerk. Well, in my mind, they were jerks. Like, to her, they weren't jerks. Okay, okay. In my eye looked at them, I'm like, these dudes are jerks. And what she was attracting was just different than what I was attracting. You know, she was, she was hanging out with the thugs and the dudes and all that. She just liked that, you know, if they were, they had money and all this kind of stuff. And so she's just really into that kind of mindset of she wants a guy that can have money and but they just they were like jerks and for me i just wanted a nice sensible boy <laughs> i just remember like i don't want that they were like yucky and greasy yeah. greasy it was like you know the dudes in the, the block <laughs> and Listen, you know you're on the block nothing against you like so you do, the, hell, do you, you? Know? And she kind of leveled up after a while. Eventually, she went to the older drug dealer that had a car and stuff like that. That was just kind of always her thing. She's just trying to... And at the time, I have to say this. She was reading a lot of those True to the Game books. I don't know if you know. Like, that was like all the craze or whatever. I totally remember. And so, I think that's the lifestyle she was just kind of looking for a little bit. That started kind of being like what what a lot of girls was like, oh, the whatever it was i think those they were very influential for her too because those were the good dudes and now nowadays is, is what's on your instagram feed now it's supposed to be instagram feed but i i was very much looking for if i had to a guy like you very much like i ended up get, with exactly what i was looking for i wanted somebody There's that was hope. calm you know i didn't want somebody was loud and all so like my 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 insides of everything yearned for this thing that she told me didn't exist and so I was just kind of like, okay, well, I got to settle for her. like whatever. And then I felt like I found something close to it. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is as good as this is going to get. Yeah. Well, and then the, the other thing that crossed my mind when you were sharing your, 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 your journey was, you know, guys, guys say anything. Guys say anything to get what they want. Oh, absolutely. It's like, you know, um, what was that phrase? Uh, eat what you kill or whatever. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're like, kind of like hunters in a way it's so gross <laughs> you know what i mean and 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 men get a thrill out of like the conquering mm. and so you so gotta get past that stage you for, gotta hold out long enough <laughs> for, for some of us it's just oh well there's something that i want then we fix our minds and our eyes and our hearts on it and we don't stop until we get it mm. And but here's what I want to say to every woman who may be having this struggle of, well, I don't want to have sex, but I feel like I have to if I want to keep the guy. And here's what I want to say to you. If, if that's what you're thinking, if your value is I, I'm, I, I don't intend and I don't want to have sex before marriage, don't compromise your value. Go back to, to episode eight. We talk about high value man versus high values man. Mm. You want to find somebody who has values. And if your value is I'm not having sex before I get married and somebody is trying to say, hey, well, I'm not going to stay with you if you don't have sex with me, then essentially what they're saying is I don't value you. And if that, that wouldn't make sense I, to marry a person like that anyway. Wh why, why do you want to marry somebody who doesn't value it's you? the opposite of what. Right. And so I'm not saying that you have to change anybody's mind. I'm saying you don't have to change your mind. 
He's like, okay, well, I guess this is not it. Because if he really wants <laughs> that's you, that's an easy decision. That, that I agree. <laughs> that's an easy decision. Like you shouldn't be pressured into, uh, or feel like you have to compromise your values to be able to move forward. Because you know, because then you will, you will never be able to have the kind of relationship that you're hoping for. I would say marriage actually taught me that that I didn't have to compromise. It wasn't until I got married that I felt like I didn't have to compromise. Not necessarily my values, because our values are, are, are pretty much spot on the same. But if I was uncomfortable about something anywhere, I was concerned or whatever, the fact that you paused and actually took note and was concerned about that and cared about the things that I cared about or concerned about the things that I was concerned about, I realized, and I, this not even before we got married. Before we got married, I think that was just kind of like your personality a little bit, and I was like, "Oh wow!" So much so that on our first date, um, when I met you, I felt so guilty that I didn't wait mm. because I was like, "I on our first date, I remember feeling so chipped and tricked and bamboozled." that to believe that there wasn't a man around that would value me and I would have to do something to buy that value. And I think on our first day, I was like, no, it's a lie. I just remember feeling that way. And even after it was an amazing date and I just felt like guys like that do exist. Why did she tell me that? Why did I fall for that? Why, where, where are they, you know? And had I just waited and been patient, you know, with the process, and really believed that I was worth what I what I felt like I was and I didn't want to compromise that and even having someone to validate that even if it was my mom or my sister be like you know what that's what you want to do don't let anybody change that you know and yeah. I thought that was like super important but real I think, quick I think you just dropped the jewel right there is, is, is um, what your value is you have to have people around you that have the same values that will encourage you and support absolutely you in, that, in that way yeah, I think if that's your if your goal is that, start to begin listening to people whose whose goals are that too, surrounding yourself with people whose goals like that too. And if you're being honest, I think we know from the first couple dates if that person's with you or not. Sometimes we we're, we hold out conversations. I won't even say dates. <laughs> conversations. I think sometimes we hold out hope like maybe they'll change or maybe I could change them or maybe that's not a big deal. If you start saying maybe after you just met that person, eh, no, yeah. right. I real quick though. I want. How I want to go you, a different place too. How did I you got get a question out of your, for you? How did you get out of your engagement? Oh man, you came all the way back to that. All I right, had so, to. So, I because so, I want to leave right. this so cliffhanger. Long, like, wait a minute. Long story <laughs> short, we started having sex, um, and within a couple months, she had gotten pregnant. And you know, it was one of those situations. Well, I won't go into the details of that. She got pregnant. I'll just say that. And, um. So, you know, my parents, you know, when they found out, you know, my dad's African and he was like, yeah, you know, you know, back home, they would take you in your pajamas Stop to the courthouse. <laughs> I love my dad. But he was like, listen, we'll take you to the courthouse again. And I was like, in your pajamas? They'll take you to get married. And there was a lot of pressure to get married. And, you know, I didn't want to have yeah. a child out of wedlock. But hey, the reality is you did already. He wasn't born yet, but I already had a child out of wedlock. <laughs> Period. Point blank. Right. And um, I woke up one day, you know, I bought a ring and everything. And like I said, I already knew this wasn't the person. But then I tried to to make it the person. Yeah. 
I tried to make it the person. I tried to say, okay, well, we can figure it out. And um, I think the blessing mm -hmm. that happened for me was to 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 go back to the to the to the to the big topic, you know, being how sex before marriage blinds you. Mm -hmm. God, at the time of my life, I had just graduated from college. Just got a new job, and my job was sending me away, and so I was I would go away for like a month at a time, and the time away was what helped me to to be able to be clear. Get a fast. I, <laughs> <laughs> so being you know being away, it just helped me to think clearly, and then I was able to clearly see clearly clearly rationalize my my. My, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything became, this just became clear. Yeah. And it's like a detox. Like a detox. <laughs> like, wait a minute. And it's like, hold on, what am I doing? What you am know? I doing? And so long story yeah. short, um, the, we had a date that said we were going to go to the courthouse and I woke up one day and I was just in tears and I was like, why am I crying? I knew I was crying, but I was like, why am I crying? You know, and um, it was really, you know, I just knew that that wasn't the right decision and I'm glad I didn't make it. And yeah. Um, I got you didn't make here, it either. And here we are, you know, yeah. <laughs> all these years later. I do have a question for you, though, yeah. uh, in our last few minutes is, uh, so before we got married, we didn't have sex before we got married. Oh, that's a good point. That's so, a good point. We didn't talk say. about that yet. We did not. And so I think, I think, I think for us, we were able to go into marriage with clear heads. It was like, hard, though. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so not having sex before marriage, we don't want to, you know, give you a pipe dream that it's not a difficult thing to achieve yeah. it's a very difficult thing to achieve there were moments where it's close you know uh <laughs> and so we had to learn how to we had we both already had we, we were, both had children we had children so we were single parents so that helped a lot we'd always make sure that whenever we're, we're together we have the kids with us <laughs> whenever we were together alone like like if i ever went to charity's place like the kids were there and that kept us that kept us honest yeah. right and for those who don't have that you know i think we can maybe talk at another time about other strategies that you can use However, I want to ask you, because right. initially, your goal wasn't to not have sex before marriage. You wanted me to have sex with you. Oh, yes, I did. Well, f first of all, when we got together, I had a kid. You had a kid. And I didn't believe what you were saying. I, But I think, I think it's based off what we're talking about. I had come in now having already had these experiences. I had baggage. I was bitter. And I'm just kind of like, he's not, it's no way that he's really what he said he, he says he is. And so I tried everything to like have sex with you. Cause when I first met, he was like, I'm celibate. I'm like, no man is celibate after they had sex and had a kid. I didn't believe it. And I was like shocked and surprised and then felt guilty and all these things. And, but I wasn't a believer at the time. So I think that I think it's important to, to note that even though you were celibate, you were, you were a Christian. I, I, I had grew up in the church, but I had kind of like rejected that because of just that's another story for another day. But I rejected that. And so for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get him to have sex with me. Like and I try and he would just not <laughs> budge. And, and the days that it was like difficult for him and I feel like I feel like I was wearing him down. Then it was a point where I'm just kind of like. You shouldn't do that to him. All right, let's just, you know what I'm saying? And I think eventually I just got on the same nah, page I just with kicked you. you out. He would. I, I <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then he did this thing. He's like, he'd be like, you'd be like, yeah, no, we can't. We can't hang out today. And I guess those were the moments like you were like really struggling. And so if we had a date planned or something, he'd be like, oh, we can't meet today or whatever it was. And it was just kind of like, it was hard. 
it was very hard. But I do remember on our wedding day when we. I was going uh, to get to that too. You can go ahead. No, go ahead. You do it. So I remember on our wedding day when we were finally intimate. I just remember feeling I wanted to go. When we finally had sex. Yeah, that's what I meant. When we finally had sex. Well, no, you gotta say it the way, okay. you, the way people we, understand it. When we finally, <laughs> don't understand finally. We finally yeah. like, Hold on, y'all never kissed. <laughs> You didn't kiss. hug her? Like, yes, we did. We were okay, so we kissed and hugged. We held hands and things like that. But um, on our wedding, when we finally had sex on our wedding day, I remember—I don't know about you—but I felt really guilty. Um, I felt bad, and I felt like I had robbed you of something. Or so oh, I felt the same way. You did? I totally felt the same way. Oh my gosh! I just felt like you know I, what? I, I my felt, husband. I felt like that, that at the altar. You did? I was crying like a baby. I remember you crying, but I just felt like I mean, I was crying like a baby. Like, you know, like, oh man, I finally got what I want. I finally got what I feel like God has brought into my life. Uh, the, the woman of my dreams. Mm. And I just, it, it, all in the same moment, I'm just, th- and also thinking like, why did I, why, like, man, like, if I would have known that this moment would have come, like there's so much I wouldn't have done. Like just all these emotions yeah. just totally took me over. I was bawling. There's only one other guy I ever, and I, I haven't seen a whole lot of marriages. Only one other guy I've seen cry at the altar at yeah. a wedding I just did. I'm not gonna call his name out right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I was about to go to tears there too. Yeah. Because I know the feeling. The feeling is like, man, like this is the woman of my dreams. Like there's there there's very few other things on the earth better than this. Why didn't I wait? I, I yeah I felt that same the same way our our first night together, and I was just feeling like, oh man, you know, like I I just really just felt if, if we had a great time. I don't want to be like, oh man, you you finally had sex with your husband, and this is what you're feeling. It was wonderful, but I just remember just feeling this immense like I stole something from my husband that should have been for him yeah. and I should have waited and I gave it to, to someone else. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a good place to kind of bring this conversation. I think yeah. this maybe we might even be able to like kind of revisit this, uh, the same conversation from other angles. But I think what you just landed on is huge. It's like, you may not feel it. Like if you're, if your intention is to be married and we're not going to assume that everybody has the same intentions, but I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, I think that, that, that there is at least a part of you that, that is considering being married. Understand that every time you have sex and every person you have sex with before that marriage, you are literally giving a part of yourself to mm, that person. Yep. You're taking on a part of that person. Yeah. And you're robbing your future husband, future wife. And yourself. And yourself. You're robbing, like you're really, you're taking away from the future of your relationship like you're taking pieces away it's like dipping into your kid's college fund if you had one <laughs> that's a good analogy I love that I love taking that from your kids or, di- or dipping into your retirement savings yes it's, I mean it, it's very we all know that's a no-no so <laughs> yeah every financial counselor would say no do not dip into your retirement fund <laughs> yeah so I mean take it I just want people to just walk away taking it seriously and just I want and I I I, I pray. I, we pray before every episode and yeah. I pray like that you and I'm talking to you, whoever you are listening, right? I don't know your name, but you I, I pray that you would really take this seriously and um and I also believe that if 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 that's where your heart is committed, don't think that God can't honor your commitment. 
Oh. I think for, there are some people who feel like, but yeah, what if I do that and it never happens for me? I never get the person of my dreams. And I think we talked a little bit about that on episode eight. We've been talking a little bit about that. I, I want to, I want to, the last thing I will say um, is um, when I finally, um, when I came, when I became a believer and then I started trying to date and do all those things uh, before we got together, I remember. Before we officially got together. Before we officially got together. That's the first story, I think. That's the first, probably first episode. Yeah. I don't know. But um, I, I, I was confused as to how to date as a Christian. I didn't mm. know what that was supposed to look like. Um, Cause I'm like, well, I still have to like, you know, you got to do something. Right. <laughs> like, and uh, I remember speaking to a pastor and I, I said, well, what do you do? Like, how do you, how do you date as a Christian? Mm. And the best advice he ever gave me so easy, so profound. He said, that's easy. He's like, before you go on a date, you pray and you ask God to protect your heart. Yeah. And he was like, that's it. That's all you do. Every time you go on the first date with somebody, you think that this, you're trying to see if this is the one. Ask God to protect your heart. I have been on like three dates, first date. And every time before I've gone on a date before that, I feel like, oh, okay, well, he's nice. So let's just kind of keep going and see where this thing goes, mm. you know? And I talk myself this time around. Every time I went on a date, I'd sit there. I'm like, this guy's an idiot. I could just feel it. Like there was no attachment. There was nothing. It was just kind of like, like a block that was up. And it was easier for me like, okay, well, you know. We could be friends. <laughs> I, I got used to saying that. And it was the first time that I experienced such freedom in dating and not fearing that I'm just getting emotionally attached to this person uh, because I'm dating and this is what you have to do. But like that, that was so freeing for me. So for you ladies out there who are interested. And men. Hey, men, don't be leaving us out uh, like that. Sorry. Don't do that um, to us. That is the, we deserve the best too. Let me tell you, there's two prayers that I know works. This is a magic prayers. This, this is like, not magic prayers, but these are prayers that God always answers. No matter who. I always give it to these women, right? Pray. If you're going to date, pray. Ask God to protect your heart when you're going to date. The second one is if you are dating someone and you are not sure if that's who you're supposed to be uh -oh. be ready for this prayer because it's gonna work so don't say it if you're not gonna mean it because god's gonna show up say god um i don't know if this is the one that you want for me i'm not sure and i don't know how to make this decision myself so i give you permission to remove this person from my life if they're not supposed to be there mm. watch it work mm. but make sure you're ready because because it's going to happen and then you're going to be chasing them. Like, wait a minute. Why he not calling me? <laughs> that's happened to a few women that I've told to pray that. And they did not like it. It was feeling some kind of way. I'm like, but that's what you prayed for. That is one that God answers quick because he does not want us to be all tangled up and confused. Mm, and so so good. Like, those are two. So try them. Those <laughs> are both. the best last words on, the, yes. on any episode. Ooh. All right. Well, that being, that being said, <laughs> I'm Laban. I'm Charity. And this is Love in the Middle. Middle.